What's up, Yankee fans? It is Greg with another episode of Yankee Crazy Podcast. And, you know, before today's show, I read an article. (laughs) I read Twitter. And before that, (laughs) I did not want to talk about Manny Machado. I was going to see if we could go (laughs) one show over the past what? Oh my goodness, what has it been? At least a month, right? At least two weeks. Definitely two weeks that we have been talking at least a little bit about Manny Machado. And unfortunately, I read this blurb because I was ready to go. We were going to do the Mario 5. That's right. That's right. Today's the day, the Mario 5. And not talk about Manny Machado. But I read I, I read this article, and it was something from Ken Rosenthal. It was a blurb. It wasn't an article. And he says that Manny Machado's agent is not really engaged with any of these teams, like the Yankees, the Phillies, and the White Sox. So he is holding out for a while. You know, we are going on, what is it now? I don't know the official number. Is it, we in the 30s till pitchers and catchers show up at at spring training till they report? It's, I think it's something like that. Maybe it's 40. Let's see, 42, 41 was yesterday, right? So yeah, so today, today's 40. 40 days. 40 days. And I know, he, you know, he's going to sign with somebody, obviously. But I would want to know. I would, I would want to engage in these talks. And they said something that the agent is, like I already said, not engaged, but he's waiting for a team to jump. So... What does that mean? Does it mean team is going to jump out with 10 years, $310 million? Who knows? You know, are they going to go higher than that? You know, they said earlier in the hot stove season that the Phillies were going to spend, quote, stupid money. And I guess the White Sox have a lot of money to spend. So I don't know what is going to happen. The Yankees, if you've seen... There was a lot of stuff about the Yankees' profits, I believe. I think it's what their profit has been compared to what players' salaries are. And there, it is, the gap is getting wider and wider where they took 2003 and the difference was only somewhere in like $30 million that the salaries were $30 million lower than Yankee profits. And it's kind of crazy is how Steinbrenner trying to save money to buy (laughs) Hawaii. Maybe he's trying to buy the whole Hawaiian islands. (laughs) So he's, he's, he's stocking up on, uh, all this, all this extra cash. I don't know, but it's a little disheartening in some respects because you want the Yankees to go out and if you really want a player, you want them to pay for him. You want them to be smart. At least, you know, I want them to be 
semi-smart. You know, if you listened, when was it, last week I was talking about how, you know, hell with it. Pay Harper, pay Machado, pay Adovino, pay (laughs) D-Rod. Pay them all. I don't care. Oh, add that 50 cents to my garlic fries. I don't care. I'll, I'll spend it for the garlic fries. Oh, man. Do you guys like garlic fries as much as I do at Yankee Stadium? Oh, they are good. They are really good. But you know what? The closest this year, I think, is um, the, clo- the first game that I will see of the Yankees will probably be in San Francisco where they uh, are going to play the Giants, and they've got good garlic fries, too. Um, what is that? What is that stadium called? Is it AT&T? Yeah, AT&T Park, right? Anyway, Yankees play San Fran. I'm pretty fired up for that. San Fran has a, has a great stadium. And um, so moving on, <laughs> let's move on from garlic fries. Manny Machado, I'm sorry we talked about him, but I would, if I were him, I'd want to be settled by now. I'd want to be like, okay, we're going to be in Tampa. Let me get set up in Tampa, and I don't know. I'm sure he's got tons of people doing this stuff for him, but it's it's interesting. And, you know, the topic has come up about a having a deadline, and I don't know deadline could be really good it could be you know by let's say they have to have it done I don't know let's say before December 31st let's say you have to end you got to end the previous year and have a signing or else you can't do any signings I don't know I don't know if that's even going to work because you know they would be doing things kind of under the table and figuring deals out even in that meantime. So I don't know. Could you could you even have that be legitimate? I don't know. Maybe they would find out. MLB has has their spies everywhere, right? <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I don't know if that would even work. But it sounds good. In theory, it sounds great. Having a deadline so everybody knows and it could be like a big... I don't know, it could be as big as, like, the NFL draft, right? The NFL draft and NBA draft, those are pretty big. NFL draft is is really big. You could make it an event. Maybe you do it in January, or maybe you do it in beginning of December, right after, or maybe you coincide it with the winter meetings, the GM meetings. You do a big event they have, they're there, what were they, this this year it was like Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, and you make it Thursday, you make it a Thursday night, and make it a big event and deal, and you have all of these signings come through, and it's, you, you make it like the deadline, you put, the, you know, you put some big clock up there, and I don't know, I don't know, just, just, Someone take this. Someone at MLB, listen to this and and take it and run with it, okay? (laughs) I don't have time to figure it out, but I'm good about making a big event. And you do it Thursday night. Thursday night, always a big night, especially in New York City. That was always the the best night to go out for happy hour and then extend it into the night. Thursday nights are awesome. You make it a big event. Bars will be packed. 
with baseball fans, right? I hope. I don't know. So someone do the demographics and analysis on that one. But in theory, it could be really cool. So that's that's my idea for that. And it would end everyone going so crazy about Manny Machado. And this this I think is kind of setting a precedent for craziness. And people are just like it's all people are talking about. Look at me. I've been talking about it for forever. And it seemed just inevitable that this week was going to be the week. I don't know why, because I think maybe everyone was talking about it and there were sources and rumors coming out. But no decision yet. And like I said, with that, with what Ken Rosenthal wrote, who knows? When are we going to see it? Is it going to be mid January? Is it going to be super late? But the Yankees really need to focus more right now, if, if this is all being stalled, on the relief pitching. And like I've been talking about, Zach Britton is out there, Adam Adovino. I'm sure there's some other guys out there that I'm not fully aware of that Brian Cashman can do his ninja skills on and make a Yankee. And like Tommy Canely, remember him when he first came over? Last year he struggled a little bit. But the year before, when he came over with D-Rob and Todd Frazier in that deal from Chicago, he was lights out. And I had never heard of him. I was like, ooh, Tommy. I looked at his name in print and was like, Canley? (laughs) Then I heard it said, and it was Canley, obviously. But who knows? Maybe Maybe he is working that angle. But I really think... Someone proven like Britain would be a good choice, especially now that D-Rob is on the Phillies. And I think that'll probably make the market start to accelerate because those seem to be the two big names out there that don't have teams yet. Still like Adovino. Still would like to see him in Yankee pinstripes. All right, so... Moving on. Let's go. Let's move on to another little blurb. Was Yankees infielder coach, uh, Car- uh, was it Carlos Mendoza? He had an article last year when it was the height of Miguel Andujar's, uh, you know, breaking out and also people being aware that his defense was lacking. And he said, this is Yankees infielder coach, he said it can be worked on, and he felt that he uh, that Andujar has the work ethic plus the athletic skills to get better. And, of course, your team's infielder coach should be saying that, and hopefully he's being truthful and not just saying that and hyping it up, but it would be great if Andujar could do that, but... You know, like we've been talking about. If they do sign Machado and Didi comes back, what do you do? What do you do with Andujar? Do you put him over to first? One interesting thing that I read, and I think it was, or I heard, was I think Jack Curry had said it from yes, maybe, maybe not, that left field could be an option for Andujar. And it would be a rotating DH. So you would put... Andujar out there and left 
and Stanton with DH. And then you could put Stanton out in left and have Andujar DH. So, I don't know. I don't know. Could he play left field? Is he athletic enough to be able to play left field? I really, you know, I prefer having a strong defense because, like I always say, the mantra is pitching and defense wins championships. And you look at some of the plays that Brett Gardner in recent years has made out there in left field and a lot of amazing plays that have saved runs, saved games. It really is a valuable tool. So we'll see what happens with this Andujar left field if it gets any hype or gets any traction once spring training comes around. And spring training is coming soon. Oh, yeah. I think it's February... I want to say February 14th. Mario, check that out. Um, Either way, whatever 40 days is from now, uh, we could do the math, but (laughs) it's a little tricky with the months, right? At least for me. But anyway, we, we won't get into that. Anyway, spring training is coming. And what about your spring training? What are you doing for spring training? You know, our new sponsor is Isogenics, and they have a fantastic nutritional system that you guys should really check out. And you can go to this website and check it out. Ready? And you can order. You can check out all the products, and you can order right from here. It is staystoked.isogenics.com, and that's S-T-A-Y-S-T-O-K-E-D.I-S-A-G-E-N-I-X.com. Go check it out. It is a fantastic company that has amazing, amazing products. I love them. I, protein shakes are my favorite thing. And I know I, I, holidays caught up with me holidays and eating and cookies and cake and donuts. Yes, it, it caught up with me, especially when, uh, Susanna starts baking and her mom starts baking. Oh my goodness. It's just, it's just too good. The food at the holidays is just too good. I, 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 I got a little crazy, I will admit, but it's January, New Year, New Year's resolutions. Everybody's looking to increase their uh, health, working out, doing all good things for your body, and Isogenics has all the solutions for you. And check this out, it, there's a money-back guarantee. They are so behind their products that they guarantee them, okay? So it's, it's really a no-risk deal. It's kind of like Troy Tulowitzki. No risk. (laughs) So anyway, go check it out. That website again is staystoked.isogenics.com. Okay. Now, should we get into it? Yeah, we should get into it. Everybody's favorite, (laughs) the Mario 5. We still don't have a theme song. And I know we said we're going to do the horns. We need that horn section for the Mario 5. And I, I, I got a feeling it's coming. So if you are a musician out there and you think you can do something with a horn section for the intro song to Mario 5, we will, we will definitely incorporate that. Okay? So, Mario, are you ready 
<clears throat> do you have the five words? You do. Okay. All right. Here we go. First one is pleasant. Oh, pleasant. Wow. Let's see. So, oh, and if you're just joining us, just just a, a, a little heads up. Maybe, maybe you haven't listened to the show yet, and you're like, what? What the flip? I'm, yeah, I'm stealing that from um, <laughs> Unspeakable, uh, who's a, a YouTuber that my son Jax watches. And I, it's so funny because in, instead of saying other words, other words he could say, he says, what the flip? What the flip? If you're out there and you're saying, what the flip is this? Well, have you heard of the Kevin Bacon game? Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Well, if not, it was this game back in the day. I don't know. What was it? 80s, 90s when Kevin Bacon was pretty big. And you had to connect Kevin Bacon to another actor or actress through movies. And you had to do that in six moves. So we took this game and we flipped it. And now it is the, well, the title's the Mario 5, but it started out as like six degrees of Yankees, but I didn't like that. And Mario gives me the words. So I figured let's just change this whole thing and make it the Mario 5. So that's it. So I have to connect the Yankees within five steps from one of the words, from each word that Mario gives me. So like I said, that first one is pleasant. And I have to think of a way to connect the Yankees. And this, this is good for me because it, um, I can go off on so many different tangents that I, I've been pretty good at this game so far. At least I think so. <laughs> I'm reviewing myself. I think so. <clears throat> but that, the first word is pleasant. Pleasant. So let's see. Pleasant. What's something? You know, what, is, what is pleasant? Pleasant is it's nice nice it's calming it's hmm this is a tricky one this is this is tough i think i think i say that about everyone though <laughs> let's say t- uh, pleasant pleasant is nice and what's nice well i i could i could go easy with this one I, you know the, nice i could say how, how nice is rooting for a team like the yankees where they spend money, although <laughs> like that report, they're not spending as much as they used to. They spend money to put the best team and assemble the best team so to win a championship. That is really nice, right? What other teams can really say that? There's a few others that are, you know, there is there is uh, committed as the Yankees, but it is nice to root for a team like the Yankees. So, Maybe we'll go that way. Let, can, let's see if I can think of something else. Uh, pleasant, pleasant, um, I was thinking of Pleasantville, which is in Westchester County. Pleasantville. I could do that. I could say Pleasantville being in Westchester County, which is the suburb right above the uh, above New York City, above the Bronx. And a lot of players live in Westchester. Do you know, my, my I have relatives that live in Armonk. And Armonk is a really big Yankee town. Oh, and check this out. I got a good story for you. Listen to this. Listen to this. So, <clears throat> my uncle, 
lives in Armonk, and he used to say he would see players there. And I know Brett Gardner lives there. And so he's, he, the story is, and my mom told me this. I, I actually didn't get the full story from him. But so my uncle goes into his local, I guess it's like his, their local deli, and to get, the, you know, to get, I think, some breakfast. That was what it is. And this is two years ago now, okay? So who does he see? In this place, Aaron Judge. That's right, the Aaron Judge. And it turned out that he and Brett Gardner, really good friends, and he was there staying over at Gardy's house. And my uncle starts talking to Judge, because my uncle will, he can talk to anybody. He will, he will, he, he, he's, uh, you know, un- unbelievable. And I just knew it. When I heard this story, I was like, of course, he's talking to Aaron Judge. So he's talking to Aaron Judge. And then he pays for his breakfast. I think he was getting like, you know, at, at the deli. I don't know. What, what does Aaron Judge get? I would say probably bacon, egg, and cheese. Bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll or, or a toasted bagel. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Man, do New York delis, does, does anybody ever, besides a New York deli, make anything uh, does any other place make a better bacon, egg, and cheese? Oh, my goodness. I, I don't think so. I, I got to say. but So let's pretend that Aaron Judge has ba- bacon, egg, and cheese. And, you know, he probably had some other stuff, some, some water, uh, maybe some fruit. He's a healthy dude. I'm sure he was eating really healthy. So my uncle pays for his breakfast. And Aaron Judge is like, no, no, that's okay. That's okay. And my uncle said something to him like, you don't worry about it. He goes, you come back here when you're making a big contract and then you can pay for my breakfast. So, oh, that, that was funny, you know, because, you know, he was only making the league minimum at that time. And <laughs> that's nothing, right? I'm just kidding. But that was, I, I love that story. I, I thought it was so awesome. I wish I was there. Oh, my goodness. I would, I would have been like, I'd have been all, all stoked to meet Aaron Judge. But anyway... Maybe I will one day. Maybe he'll come on the podcast. What do you think? Mario, give him a call. You got, you got his, his cell, right? Call him. Get him on the phone. Aaron, if you're listening, you can come on the show anytime. You can interrupt even the Mario 5 to come on the show. <laughs> All right. So, next word. Mario, we got there from, from Pleasant, which, yeah, that was, that was a, I don't know. I thought, I like that tangent. I, th- I thought that was pretty good, I thought. I don't know, but you, you know, if if you have an opinion on this, you know, everybody's got an opinion. You can let us know. Do you like this segment or not? Do you want to put a word in? Do you want to ask Mario if he'll use one of your words in the Mario Five? You get a hold of us at YankeeCrazyPodcast at gmail.com. Also, Instagram is YankeeCrazyPodcast and Twitter is YankeeCrazyPod. Just got the Facebook page up. It is a group now, and I think I might have to change it to a business page. Might be better, but anyway, search for us on that, and you can get a hold of us. Give us your thoughts. And on the Anchor app, you can do voice messaging if you're listening that way. Look for that voice messaging and leave us a message. All right? So, okay. Next, next one, Mario. The next word, please. Okay. It is 
Dodge. Dodge. Hmm. Okay. Dodge. Well, let's see. One of the first things that comes to my mind is Dodgeball. Dodgeball. And I know that was a movie with with, uh, Ben Stiller and Vince Vaughn. Right? And didn't Ben Stiller's character have, like, a crazy, like, wig and mustache? (laughs) I think he did. He is a funny dude, Ben Stiller. If you ever saw when he had a show, he had his own sitcom on, like, Fox one time. uh, Like, one, one, like, years and years ago before he got really big. And he is a funny guy. And, oh, you know what? His father is is Jerry Stiller, who played, who did he play? He played George Costanza's father on Seinfeld. And do you remember? <laughs> I, I quote this one all the time. And if my brother's listening, he'll pro- I, hopefully he'll be cracking up because we always cracked up on it when George's father runs into George Steinbrenner, Big Stein, played by Larry David, and he would say, how could you trade Jay Buhner? <laughs> if you remember, Jay Buhner was a prospect who came up with the Yankees. And Yankees traded him. Not sure who they got. We should look that up. But traded him to the Seattle Mariners. And Buhner went on to have a pretty good career. Remember him? He had the shaved head and the goatee. He was, dude, he was like, he was like Aaron Judge before Aaron Judge. But... I think he struck out too many times, from what I can recall. But, man, that's how we get it. All right, there's Dodge. All right. Now, Mario, next word, please. Capable. Okay, capable. I could, I could, that one I could go a lot of different ways, I think. You know, you always want, uh, first thing I thought about was Mariano Rivera. And talk about capable. Oh my goodness. What a capable relief pitcher. He was capable of doing uh, almost everything on, on, uh, on the pitching mound. He, and you know, and it's crazy with one pitch. One pitch, he relied on that cutter. And people knew that it was coming. You know, Edgar Martinez, who is up on the Hall of Fame ballot with Mariano... Set, had an interview, and he said that's uh, he was talking about that. How he said, you know, here is Mariano Rivera, and he's throwing one pitch, and you know that the cutter is coming, and people still couldn't hit it. And he said he would go up against Mariano, and he would just try and make contact. And he said if he got a base hit or a double, that was amazing off of Mariano. So. That was what I think of with capable. You know, what about Brian Cashman? He's a very capable GM. He's like one of the best in the business, right? I know a lot of people bash on him and think he's doing, you know, X, Y, and Z, and you want him to do that. But, you know, I think that's just the nature of things. Everybody everybody wants, everybody thinks they can be the GM. All right, so we'll go on to table. Table. All right. Table. How are we going to do table? Well, let's see. Table is... What do you do? Want to take, you do a lot of things on a table, but you eat, you eat at a table, right? And you know one thing? Here's where I'm going to go with this one. 
One thing that I've always been curious about is what players eat before the game. Do they eat during the game? Like, it, it, it kind of fascinates me. Like, how, 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 how much before a game do you eat? Like, I used to run races. I, I've done New York City Marathon three times. And I, in my training, I was always concerned about when I ate. And I basically had developed a, a, a whole timing pattern on when to eat and then how much to eat, what to eat. So that was my thing. And I'm sure baseball players have to do the same thing. Like, you probably, they, you know, most guys probably have it down to a science, I would imagine. Like veterans, I'm sure. And do you remember Wade Boggs and his chicken? And it's funny, his Twitter handle is something like Chicken Man. And Wade Boggs ate chicken before every game. Every game, no matter what, chicken. And I would love to interview Wade Boggs. You remember him riding on the horse after the Yankees won the series in, in 96? Yeah, I, I remember that too. And I'm not sure he had the greatest uh, uh, postseason that year, but it was, that was strange, Boggs going from the Red Sox to the Yankees. But he won the series with the Yankees, and I think he platooned with Charlie Hayes at third. Charlie Hayes uh, actually caught the last out to seal uh, the Yankees' 96 win. I can remember. I can see it. I got visions of it. Popped up. Charlie Hayes. I think he even goes um, into foul territory. But that's um, that's how I got table. But getting back to it, like, what do the players eat? Do they do they eat? Probably, you know, there's probably a lot of healthy stuff, and there's supposedly like a big spread. There's like a big spread of food at in the Yankees clubhouse for for these guys to eat. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. I don't know, but that is table. So let's go to the next one. Clock clock. Okay, well, for, you know, first thing, I, there's a couple of things I thought with clock. Number one was the clock at Yankee Stadium, which is by Armatron. And do you remember Armatron uh, back in the day when, I don't know how old you are, if you're listening to this, if you're, if you're like, I don't know, if you're, if you're a youngster, uh, swatches were big back in the day and they were these like pretty cool design, colorful watches. And it was like, people would collect them. People would wear like two swatch watches on their wrists. And, um, they were expensive though from when I was a kid and I was a kid at this point and I always wanted a swatch watch and they were pretty expensive. And instead I got an Armatron, which was kind of like the knockoff swatch, if you remember it. But Armatron is still, and I think it's still the clock at Yankee Stadium, right? I think the Yankee clock is powered by Armatron. <laughs> so that's how I got to that one. I also was thinking on the clock because, you know, this whole Machado watch thing that we've been monitoring and that he's on the clock and needs to make a decision. But that's how we go to that one. And uh, so there it is. There it is, the Mario 5. What do you guys think? Mario, you like that? Yeah, thumbs up. Thumbs up. He likes that one. So there we go. A few tangents, a few stories, and that is the Mario 5. So that's the show for today, guys. So stay tuned. 
And wait a minute. Wait a minute. What is what is Mario? He's he wait, he's giving me. Let's see. Oh. Oh, he's so oh my goodness. Check this out. So Mario is like giving me this news story and he got <laughs> he got messed up by it. He got he has the ESPN. He's monitoring ESPN all the time and he, on his phone he had the ESPN uh notification pop up and it said Machado comma and he said <laughs> he saw this and thought it was a Machado um Machado signing with the Yankees but it's actually Machado Vargas title defense set Golden Boy Promotions announces Alberto Machado Ray Vargas will defend their titles during February 9th event in California <laughs> I can see that you know we are so on the edge of our seats with Machado that we we you know anything I I see I see Machado anything and I'm like, what? What? He signed? Yeah, it's that crazy. But false alarm. Good one. Uh, Mario, see that is, look at that. Mario, the producer, extraordinaire, monitoring all channels and always on the lookout to help the show. Love it. All right, guys, that's it. And maybe by next time we'll have some info, um, more info on Machado Watch. <laughs> uh, we need it soon, please keeping us in suspense maybe we'll have to move on to harper watch um and see looks like he's going to the nationals but that's another story for another day all right guys that's it and remember stay tuned for our other sponsor and let's go yankees